Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional dancer Cheryl Burke has been part of Dancing with the Stars since the very beginning. 26 seasons of the Samba, the Rumba, and the Cha-Cha. 24 partners, 6 finals, and 2 Mirabal trophies. She knows all the secrets, the behind-the-scenes arguments, and the affairs, the flings, the flirting, and the fighting. Listen to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, for years, we have humbly celebrated Women's History Month at QLS with a full month of fantastic female guests. This year, we say with pride that we have four multi-talented, award-winning ladies who kick down barriers. I'm talking Brittany Howard, Corinne Bailey-Ray, and the incredible choreographer Fatima Robinson, and as well as Lettucey. Listen to QLS on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday. I'm in Los Angeles, California after an arduous, uh, you know, almost like, um, the oh man, I'm already out of it. Donner party kind of excursion that oh. it took to get here yesterday. Any cannibals? I, I almost I ate a couple pieces of my own skin, then I peeled off my fingers because oh. I was having so much anxiety about it. But it was. Uh, but I'm here. I'm in my Airbnb in uh, on the west side. Uh, it feels easy breezy. It's nice outside. I escaped um, the St. Louis weather, which just cracked last night. It was just got like freezing temperatures, and um, it got down to like tw- in the twenties last night in St. Louis, which is insane. Andrew, how is it there in St. Louis? Cold Everyone's as hell, okay right? Okay, here, Nick. Everyone's doing their <laughs> best. I got multi layers on. 
<laughs> you know, we're just trying to survive. No, it's, yeah, no, it got cold. It's cold for two days, and then it's going right back to 80, like, in two days. No so. way, really? Yeah. 80? Yeah. Something like 79, 79 oh, somewhere. Oh, dear no God. Uh, is anything le- less interesting than the weather? I'm sorry I brought it up. Um, uh, Noah is in Arizona where it's always dry. It's a cool 72 degrees here in 72, Arizona. that's nice. <laughs> Look at us um, with all these different weathers. Yeah, well, we're all over. We're scattered. We're a scattered Scatter. crew. But I got in late. Like, So our flight was supposed to be at 7.24 last night. And then I'm calling. I'm like w- reaching for my phone to call the Uber to go at like 6.15 because I always play it fast and loose. And um, <laughs> I'm getting like urgent calls from Chris, like three missed calls. I'm like, someone's dead or our flight's delayed. So it got delayed until, so the pilot died. No, our flight del- got delayed uh. until... 10 30 which i was just like that's a bit three hours so then i was like okay i'll watch some bachelor in paradise i went down to the gym and thank god andrew didn't come in and say hi to me it was i think it was after your bedtime at that point i was down at the gym at like nine I went o'clock to bed at like nine last night yeah i'm like literally um, 140 years old anyway so you went to the gym and then um and then i get I, I go to the airport i'm headed there and then it got delayed till 11 and then they pushed it again so then I go and I'm on my way to the airport and then they undelay, undelay, mama, ia, ia, oh, oh, they undelayed it again. They undelayed the flight. So on the way to the airport, I am now late to <gasps> check in my bags. If you're, if you're a pro traveler, you know, you cannot track, you can't check in your bags um, past 45 minutes before your flight departure. So if you go to the airport and it, you don't get up to the counter to check your bags 45 minutes before, you do not get to go on the plane you can't send your bags on the next plane and you take that plane like you got to travel with your bags in case there's a bomb you got to blow up with your bags too i guess that's the logic and so um but it was interesting because i get there and chris is already there and i go can you negotiate with them they just undelayed it like i would have been on time and so they called in a supervisor think shout out to the american desk at the st louis international airport especially uh cindy she fucking killed it for us and um shout out got, yeah, so nice. They were so, so nice. But there was a guy that came up after us and he's like, it's not my fault. Like, I'm I'm on time. They just, like, pushed the flight forward even though they've delayed it. And then we're like, yeah, we know. It sucks. And this guy goes, he puts his bag up on the... So we're getting checked in. They're kind of, like, rushing us. They have to call the manager over to override the, you know, so we can get on. And so this guy comes up and is like, it's not my fault. I got to check this bag. I'm going to miss my flight. And they're like, yeah, well, that's not our fault either. We don't know what's going on. And so he puts his bag up on the scale and goes, I'm going. And he just leaves before it's checked, before they (laughs) confirm his ID. He leaves his bag. I've never seen anything like it. And then he heads to security. I'm looking at Chris like, I have never seen anything like this. Like, you, your bag's not going to make it. Like, you can't, by the way, a little side note. If you are at the airport and I've been traveling now pretty much once every two weeks for the the past 20 years, okay? I promise you that if you leave your bags alone and you go and you go get lunch or you go walk the terminal for like 20 minutes, no one will take your bags. The whole thing about leaving your bags unattended, we will confiscate the bags. Leave them 
No one will steal them. No one is a thief in an airport. Everyone's traveling. No one goes there to steal. Your bags will be safe. My bags have never been confiscated. I li- Andrew, ask Andrew. I leave my bags all the time. People can't believe it. I can't believe more people aren't doing this. <laughs> I think people are way too scared of pe- things being stolen. So he leaves the bag on the the scale. Never in my life before have I seen anything like this. I'm looking at Chris like this guy. His bag's not going to make it on the flight. He's gone. It's a nice bag too. It's not like this guy is just like I'm. Just who cares? I don't care about this bag. What really are the nice. looks of their of these people's faces yeah. when he just leaves the they bag? Don't really Do they don't seem to notice because they're so worried about our bags. Because we had six yeah. bags that are gigantic. Chris brought his bike, so it's this like oddly shaped gigantic bag. So this they barely even notice. I'm the one that sees it, and I go, "This guy has just left it on." So that you know, there's a scale on the one that we're dealing with, and there's a scale on the other side of the counter. So he left it on that one. So they're kind of aware of it, and they know he. <laughs> needs to get it checked and he is gone and i am like i can't get over it chris is like so not even interested and i'm like this is mind-boggling to me what is this guy gonna do he's on our flight i see him on the flight i'm like there's the guy that left his bag what is who is this man he's wearing first class first class or no no he wasn't he was wearing a um aqua marine like two-piece sweatsuit he had like really nice like cool like dreads he was like very like he looked he looked rich and like fancy and but he wasn't an asshole about it he was just like he just was gone so then we land oh and then another thing happened we're on the plane it is packed it is hot it was the worst flight i've been on since i flew to shanghai for a layover in 2000 um (laughs) 13 it was the worst it was so hot on this flight and then you go to the back to go to the bathroom and it's like freezing back there and we're like can we please can you please i felt like a lane on seinfeld like please for the love of god can we get i mean i i sleep on every plane no matter what this is a three and a half hour journey and i couldn't sleep at all and i'm desperately tired it's 11 o'clock at night is our flight so then there is a guy when we're getting in our seat right in front of chris that it's a packed flight, by the way. And he says to the flight attendant, yeah, like this seat is like really tight. Like it's like not a lot of room and my legs hurt. And I'm like, who does this guy think he is? What is to be done about this? What do you mean? He goes, is there a seat with more room? And I mean, I, I'm like, I look at Chris yeah. and I go, you won't believe what the guy, because Chris was in the bathroom. He came back. I go, you won't believe what the guy in front of you just asked. And then... They came back and said, sir, there are two seats in the back where you can have two seats where it's open yeah. and you get, and I, I was like, I can't believe things are working out for these people that are like, dema- like I would never, I'm like, what, should I light up a cigarette? Like, is, can anything go on this flight? Should I tamper with a fucking smoke detector? Like, let's get it. Let's just, this is a free for all. So then we land. And I am just in disbelief already. And I'm watching out for Aquamarine. I go, where is that guy? I want to see him at the baggage claim. I want to see if his bag. First bag off the flight is this guy's bag. Oh, my God. First bag off. I couldn't believe it. This guy. So let it be known that you can just. Because do you know how many flights I've missed? Because they go, sorry, the baggage cut off. You're going to have to take a later flight. So many. Not so many, but like a handful. I didn't know you could just leave it. Um, so that's what I learned. I also want to say I was flying from Denver the other day and I wanted to share the story and I want you to know, I want you to tell me if you think, um, am I the asshole? A-T-A-I-T-A. That's like a Reddit thing. For sure. Okay. So you're like already, yes. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So the news. Oh, the story. 
on yeah. this story. So I'm at Wait, the Denver no, I'm airport. Confused. I'm yeah. just confused okay. about one thing. Do you think sure. how long did this guy Oh, I talk- forgot to say this guy opened a bank account before any of this. <laughs> Damn That's an important part of the story. Did he become a pop star right at, before he even landed in LA? They're like, wait, did, did he talk to them? I was thinking about them? that yesterday. I was still laughing. Okay, did he talk to them? Okay, so this is at what he all? said. all? Because I'm yes. like a little confused because I yes, feel like there had to have been somewhat so of a So he gets up and he goes, I'm late. And I think he hands him his ID. He, he, I, he did it because he didn't get a boarding pass because even Chris was like, he didn't get a boarding pass. So he checked in on his phone yeah, and maybe he handed them his his ID, ID at one point, yeah. so they saw it, but it was not there when they were like making. <laughs> they weren't printing a ticket for him. They were printing our yeah. tickets by the time he left. So there was no. They would have had okay. to like remember his name from when he quickly handed the ID and then pulled it back because he was like, "Fuck this! This is going to take too long with all these these bags." Did he have a tag? How big was his bag? Was it like a bag that he he like was the bag like he was tag was not printed by the time he left. It was a huge. It was the size of <laughs> it was. You know, a giant shell, uh, you know, clam case, black oh, with like shit. gold, um, gold detailing. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful bag, and I was like, "How can he abandon this?" Um, it was bizarre, but things just work out. So okay, I'm yeah, in the so Denver you're going airport, to Denver, and you're an asshole. And yes, yes. and so I'm. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to the Denver airport, it's like that. You like walk in, and then you look down at TSA, and it's like a sea of like little lemmings just waiting to go through like you just you can see above the chaos below so you go down to the tsa pre if you're lucky enough to do that yes and i i see that the clear which is what i do you know to know the difference tsa is like tsa pre you pay extra and then you get to not have to take off your shoes not have to take off your laptop and it just goes a lot faster. It's for like more experienced travelers too. People aren't lollygagging. It's just faster. No, sh- you know. And you can then spit there's on clear. Board it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's clear. That's part you of. Could, you can throw <laughs> hot coffee. Well, on clear is where yeah. you really get to. Uh, you get to cut in front of the TSA pre. So clear, you don't even have to show your ID. You just put your fingerprints, or you look into this little machine that scans your retinas, and then <laughs> it. You don't even need an ID. One time, I lost my ID when I was in Los Angeles, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta go home, and I don't have a driver's license." If you've ever gone through airport security without one, you have to go to like a special office. They have to like check your you know they you have to like talk to the fbi but i went through and i was like oh i have clear so i just scanned my fingers no id needed and then you go to the front of the line but the thing is with clear now so many people have clear there's a line for clear it's still faster but there's a line so there is a long line for clear i know immediately that's what's happening so i see this line and i go and i stand in it and clear has never had this big of a line before but uh, it's, you know, a busy day at the airport. I stand in the line and there is a guy that comes in behind me. Now, if you are just walking up to this from baggage check, you're thinking that this line is the line for TSA pre or the because there's no other line. It's just, you know, the the line for the other stuff is like around the corner. But I know it's for pre. And so I get in the line and I'm being kind of like loud about it being pre, uh, being uh, I know it's the line for clear. Sorry, you're being clear about it. Yeah. I'm being I'm just saying it a lot. I'm going like, hey, this is clear. Like I'm trying to tell people because <laughs> people are waiting in this line who don't have clear and they're going to waste their times. And there's no signs. There's no I got on that line them. by mistake, too. It is exactly. very confusing. Yes. I, I, I had pre, a feeling. So I needed to be on a different line. But you were in the clear line because no yes. one's ever seen a clear line before. But I so I'm trying to make it clear, like Andrew said. And I'm so this guy <laughs> gets in behind me and he goes, wait, what's clear? And I didn't want to explain what it was. So this is what I said. And you tell me if I'm an asshole. I go, 
if you have to ask, you don't have it. <laughs> Damn. I, because otherwise, here's the other way of saying that. You well, it's this thing too? that you pay extra for, <laughs> and then you go. The easy answer is, if you don't know what clear is, this isn't the line for you. This, then TSA Pre is the other one. I wasn't trying to sound elitist, but he did look at me like I was insane. But what do you want to... <laughs> and so the, the next person asked, what's clear? Because I'm, the, I'm now the liaison <laughs> telling people, I'm trying to save people time. So the next person asked, and I didn't like that guy's face, and so I just go, it's this thing where you pay extra money and then you scan your finger. And it's just like, they weren't looking to sign up for Clear. They just wanted to know what this line was. But I did. I think it's a fast way to just go, if you have to ask, it's kind of like shop, uh, shopping on Champs-Élysées that I used to say in Paris. Like, if you go into those shops, they don't have the price tags on anything because if you have to know what the price is, yeah, you, you can't, can't afford it. Afford it. And yeah. that's not what I was trying to say. It was just like, you don't, that's just the easy way to go, get out of here, sir. <laughs> like, don't well, waste your time. it's funny, too. Like, clear, clear isn't, like, insanely expensive. Like, people probably think it's more no. expensive than it is, too. That's, the, that's like, the it's funny It's $23,000 for six months. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, yeah. it's no, if I have totally it, it's affordable. not that expensive. Yeah. No, it's, so it's, it's, it's funny to be like, if you don't know, I guess you just aren't important I enough. I didn't it's like, even it's mean for it to come out rude. Yeah. I wasn't trying to sound like the pretty woman, like shopkeeper person of yeah, like, that's what I you was don't belong of. here, sir. And he's like, big mistake, huge. But it did come. I was like, oh, that sounded cunty, but it was just the quickest way to say it. Yeah. You said it like you have your own private jet. Like you said it like you were like <laughs> yeah. literally being carried in. If you to have to ask, this isn't the line for you. And you just have an aisle seat and you're like, yeah, that's who I am. But also, but look, I think if you had, I, I don't, you know, what did the guy, what did he say after you said that? Did he say like, he just walked okay, away. whatever. Yeah. He just kind of got it and was like moved on. But he, I don't think he loved the How way I said it. How many people were in I the line that um, weren't hun- clear? Like a, I, that I mean, weren't clear so though. I, I kept feel like, seeing people get to yeah. the front and see the clear sign and go, I've been waiting here for five minutes, which five minutes Aww. is a long time in you know TSA wait time. So they're just waiting in the sign. No one's telling them. I am often that person that like sees an issue that isn't mine to handle, but people need to know, and I decide to take <laughs> on the thing because yeah. I, I, you know, if a door is not working at a, a place and I keep seeing people like pushing it instead of pulling it, I will sit by that door and just go, "You got to pull it before like they walk up to it," because I don't want to see struggle. And I just want to, I want people to know, or like if there is a menu item that I know, like, oh, you get a free thing with that. I go, oh, you got to pick a chip too. Like, I just like, instead of having them go, because people are so just rude to people where they just expect them to know things that they don't know. I think sometimes where people will say, I don't know. It's just people just go, okay. And so what chip do you want? It's like, well, they don't know you get a chip. Why don't you announce that first? You get like. And then they have to go, what do you mean? What chip do I want? Well, the combo meal comes with a chip and you could choose from these three. It's just like, I like to just go, you could choose one of these three. Like, let's make this fast. And they go, yeah, why are you trying to be lady? Do you think if you're on the Titanic? Do you think if you're on the Titanic and they're like, Great question. you are trying to figure out how to get onto the, uh, you know, the, the safety, the lifeboats. Do you think you would just, do you think you would help direct and save people's lives? Or do you think you'd get on the first boat and be like, all right, this is not a time for me to have to tell you what um, chip to buy. If I thought cover. that me, I would try to direct as much as possible. But the second that it became like, you might not make it on one, bye bye. I'm, t- I'm, I'm signing up for clear. 
You know, I am scanning my retina. I'm jumping on. I'm using my now, privilege. Now, Chris is too. there. Chris is there. And he goes, look, they're not letting guys on. They might let me on four boats from now. And we could go together. It's been Are you great. jacking them? This yeah. has been a great nine years. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'll, I'll, you know, I will always think of you. Um, and by the way, Chris is a born hero. He would absolutely love to die rescuing other people and giving his life for others that would be a way in which i know my man would feel good about dying you know he told me on his bike trip that he like often goes really fast down hills almost faster than like their instructor guy who's like a professional biker and i'm like well that sounds like you're being dangerous and he was like yeah maybe but i just like going fast and i'm like what if you die and he goes well then, I di- I hope you know I'll, I died like doing what I love, and so I, I know that's a saying that you hear a lot, but that gives me a little bit of it. Makes me so mad though. Chris sometimes doesn't wear a seatbelt. I don't want to talk about it. I am a big um, seatbelt. Yeah, you're a bu- huge seatbelt head. Uh, huge, and again, for those of you who haven't heard me eschew about this before, seatbelt wearing <laughs> is not about the person who's wearing the seatbelt. If you're in a car with someone who doesn't wear a seatbelt and God forbid you hit a patch of ice and then you hit the road and the car starts tumbling, guess what's going to happen? That person without a seatbelt on is going to tumble all over the car. Their kneecap is going to hit you in the solar plexus and you're going to fucking die because your friend wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So the next time your friend isn't wearing a seatbelt and they go, I don't care, say, I do. I don't want you killing me. It's not yeah, about I like, you. I like this. It's it's very um usually it's like the mask thing comes off as when a people wouldn't wear masks. Yeah. yeah a it's mask, like it's yeah. not about you. It's about other people. I don't care if you don't think care about getting COVID. I care about getting COVID from you. <laughs> but the seatbelt so, thing really bothers so me. So your brain I, really goes there though, you think accident, not that that's gonna or is it more of like an OCD thing. Like you just have to like have a click. Like you need it. No, it's not OCD. It's about, it's about like, I can't, I cannot, I will be so sad the rest of my life if this person could have lived because they just, I would have just spoken Got up you. and said Got something. You. That makes me sad. We got to go to break. We'll discover more of this when we get back. Let's really take this apart. We're, it's, uh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking it's Wednesday. <laughs> As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. 
Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with... What? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events... Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at 678-561-2785. For any problem you may have, we will do our best to make it worse. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's gonna be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like actress and director Cheryl Hines. They were looking for an unknown actress. <laughs> To play Larry David's wife. I said, well, how old is that guy? Isn't he old? (laughs) And author David Sedaris. You know, like when you meet somebody and they'll say, well, I want to be a writer or I want to be an artist. And I say, well, is it all you care about? Because if it's not, it's going to be pretty hard for you. If you're not on fire, it's like opening the door of an oven. And it's like, wow, you know, you take a step back. 
it's all they think about, it's all they talk about, it's all they care about. They don't have relationships. They're not good friends for other people. This is just what they're Where all their energy focused goes. on. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's Tuesday. Andrew, what did you do last night? Anything of note? Watching anything no. good? Well, I didn't get your... You texted me to save your plants at 10, and it's funny to Yeah, I was headed to get, the airport. It's funny and to then, get a text in the morning, and I'm like, dude, what time did she write me? Because I was asleep. Like, it, you yeah. wrote me at 10. It was 10 p.m. It wasn't like... It was like 1 in the morning, save my plants. It was like... So I'm just like, my life... I'm just... I, you know, I wake up, I'm an early riser. I yeah. go to my workout class. I'm just, I'm literally living the life of a fucking like old man. Like, and it's okay, right? To not stay up late. Yeah, I, I feel know. like um, people who wake up early, I think that's like, isn't that every TikTok that you watch is telling you like, get up early? <laughs> Don't you feel finally like one of like Mark Wahlberg or, you know, Jocko Willink or David Goggins? Don't you finally feel like one of those guys? Is that, isn't that your goal is to be like those guys and like have like a, a hardcore life and like, isn't it like? Isn't that? I mean, haven't you like reached that? I haven't reached that yet. Rise I early, do, go uh, to a workout class, like get things done. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I do like that. Yeah, I do like that these days. I, I it, I've never it, been that way. I've I've been more like right. if the Titanic was going down. I'd be going asking for free hot dogs while the boat's yeah. going down. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? The guy's like, dude, like, I saw this the, video. Oh my god, it, was it is so a good point. Funny. Like, the food is gonna get spoiled. Why not just give it away? <laughs> yeah. How did he Dude, die? The, uh, he choked on the fifth hot dog on the way. To, I love like, that you think the Titanic had hot dogs too. <laughs> they definitely had hot dogs. No the way. The Titanic? That's all they had, yeah, I think, back then. Just, uh, just brats. I remember seeing actually a menu from the Titanic <laughs> and it had like... Plus uh, chips? Add chips? What did they have? It had like uh, this bird, like a starling or something. Some weird bird that I was like, why are you eating that sweet bird? Okay, so anyway, go on. Oh no, I just saw a video of, uh, I think it was a, he was a, it was a, either like a Target or like a, a Wawa or whatever was getting ransacked, and this person was asking for their sandwich. I guess it was a Wawa, and they were like mad. Ramsacked? What did I say? I think you said ransacked. Yeah. Is it is it ransack or ramsack? I don't know. I think it's... Which one did, did you say? Uh, I think I was... I th- hmm. Under attack? It makes, se- it makes sense that you're like <laughs> a ram, like it rams into it. Ramsack makes more sense. Ransack, so, okay. though, I Let's guess seems like someone ran in there, they sacked it, they got out of there. Yeah, I think that's it. So they ransacked a Wawa. And the person was like asking for a sandwich, and they're like, do you see what's going on around? They're like, no, extra tomatoes, yeah, uh, onion. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it was just so In chaos, fun. asking for something still. I know. Yeah. There's sometimes when, like, like, even at the Airbnb last night, like, Chris was, like, telling me something important about, like, his day or... I don't even know. Like it was, there was something like he, he was talking about something that I should have been like focused on listening. But all I could think about was I want to know the Wi-Fi code and my phone was like up. And so you're like, Oh, that's so crazy. So what's the Wi-Fi? Like just, at, it's almost like, Hey, can I get a sandwich in the middle of this other thing? Like, it's just, it's almost like ADD. Like you need, I need to complete this thing that I have open. And I do that a that lot. Even me with all I rem- the time. Yeah. With my friend Kat in Colorado, she would be in the middle of like telling me a story about her life. And I'm like, could you grab me that cup and then finish like that story? <laughs> like, it's just, I can't. But it doesn't help, mean you're not like, listening. Need, 
No, yeah. I, I will be able to listen so much more if she hands me my mug of tea that I left right in front of her. That's yes. easier for her to get than me getting up and walking over. That's going to be more distracting for me in the story. Or you're just going to be yes. thinking about it until you have it in your hand and then you're not fully focused on the yes. person talking to you. Well, I always think about in a, uh, if there was ever a, a plane crash, how, and I've said this before, sometimes I'm so tired on a plane when it starts turbulent getting turbulent i go God, I, can't, I can't deal with a fucking plane crash right now can you guys like just like wait on like i'm like i'm too tired to deal with it like i just don't want to interrupt my nap like that's the kind of thing where it's like <laughs> i have this need there's this other thing happening i can't care right now or like if someone were to break in my house i'm like not now i just sat down for a nap like yeah, those kinds like, of things really grandma you died today i have like yes I have to go to the gym. Like, I got to, like, do things, like, selfishly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but grandmas, unless you were super close with your grandma, skip it. <laughs> oh, my God. Skip I it. I, I Guess what? She's mine. not going to be around for yours. She's going to skip your funeral. She did skip it. Yeah. Not by right? choice. Maybe. So, I don't know. skip it. Just, I mean, people are rearranging their lives for grandma's funeral or great aunts or aunts and stuff. Listen, my aunt died last year. I loved her so much. I... I, and I convinced myself that she would have been like, Nikki, you go on that Burt Kreischer tour. But honestly, she would have. That She loved money and, you know, opportunities. And she's not around to even be there. I've said it before, but just skip grandma's funeral unless you were very close and you need that closure. Otherwise, stop this, like, doing things for performative sake of, like, I need to go because my mom... Well, maybe if your mom needs you to comfort her, that's different. But like, if you're going because you don't want people to be mad at you, mm, yeah, I can't I tell don't know. you. This sounds really bad, but my grandma Shirley, she died last year. She was a hundred, and right. I don't even know what happened. You got to go to that to one. funeral. No, I didn't go. I, I don't know I'm what just I kidding. did. I was kidding. I don't know what I did. Just went I back I, totally on my premise. I think I hit up a Zoom. Or maybe I didn't even go to the Zoom. Cause I remember asking you, like, is there going to be a thing? <laughs> this is the new thing. People, like, don't have funerals. My Aunt Lynn didn't have a funeral. We had They had, like, a memorial where they, like, talked about her and met in a park. I actually just paid for her um, and my nephew and my cousin JD, her son. They're both dead now. But he died, you know, seven, eight years ago. And she died last year. But uh, they were – my family just couldn't – can't afford – the stuff to you know the gravestone and the plot and everything like that shit's expensive and they were just gonna go we'll just scatter her ashes somewhere and and i was like well there's not gonna be any like record like not a st can't we just and they're like no it's like you know so i paid for it and it's nice because my dad sent me the gravestone and what they're having etched into it and he sent me my cousin JD's one and I was like, I don't know about this. It said just loving. It said uh, JD, John JD Hiller and then the dates of his birth and death. And then it said loving son. And I was like, what? I go, first of all, let's put beloved son because loving son just means he <laughs> loved his mommy. Like I, if you died, would you rather be called loving or beloved? That's the, my question of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you want to be? Even... Do you want to know that? But you want people to know that you loved, 
or that you were loved because the little narcissist in old Nikki Glazer oh. wants people to know she was loved. And my dad goes, that does mean he was loved, loving. And I go, no, it means he loved. And he was like, oh. And so I changed it to Be beloved loved. son and um, the best cuz. And I had to write C-U-Z because, you know, they don't have a lot of space for the little gravestone I bought. Yeah, it cost and, more, uh, yeah. And we used to have a, a secret language called Funty Talk where we used to talk like this. It was like we talked like it was called Funty Talk. I don't even, I can't even recreate Sounds it. Like Game of Thrones almost, like the character. So I was going to call it and say he was the fun uh, and the funtiest cuz, but then people would have been like, what does that mean? So um, I just wrote the best cuz. But um, yeah, what, what would you like your gravestone to say? Hmm. Like ideally, we don't have to come up with like the exact yeah, no. thing, well, but like, what's me, the vibe? Do you want to joke on about, it? Well, one of the jokes I was thinking that like I told you it was a really a heart attack, like something like that, like something like a joke off of my anxieties of ha- being a hypochondriac. Oh, sorry, you cut out right there. What did what did it say? Like saying that like oh I told you it was actually a heart attack or something like that. It was really a heart oh. attack. Like right. this time, like this right. time, I told you, like it wasn't the heartburn. The boy who cried heart attack <laughs> yeah, turned out. Yeah, yes, right. <laughs> that's what he yeah. should have. Yeah. yeah, and just a wolf on there. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, something like that could be funny. Um, like if you die tomorrow, because I'm thinking of like I keep thinking, oh, I'll die when I'm like 80, and then my grandkids will come up with what to say about me, and it'll be some inside joke we have by then. But like if I died tomorrow. Um, and the idea that I'll have grandkids at this time in my life, like that means I will have to, okay. So I get pregnant tomorrow. Let's say I give mm-hmm. birth, uh, in nine months. So I give birth at the age of 39 and then my kids probably are going to take after mom and not have kids until they're 37. So I have 38 years until I have a grandkid and, and in order to have a grandkid that is intelligent enough to come up with something to put on my gravestone, they would have to be at least 16 years old so 39 plus 16 we're talking about um 48 years yeah Yeah. from now so my age is 38 plus 48 how old will i be before a grandkid is able to if i have a kid tomorrow so i'm 90 90. okay well that's not impossible i can make it okay but what i'm this also depressing i can't even believe how old i am um and i'm nowhere near wanting to have kids that's the insane part it's just not even not even on the radar when you're ready (laughs) (laughs) i did just start my period today and it's a doozy oh mama call the cops there's a crime scene it is you ruined that airbnb already I I'm not getting my deposit back. It is <laughs> which deposit? <laughs> I made several deposits in the Starbucks bathroom today. Does anyone else? Oh, you get found the box already. Like, That's great. Oh yeah, it's 0.7 miles away. Don't even think that I didn't walk 1.4 miles today already to get it and come on back. Come on but, back now. Kirsten wanted me to bring this up on the podcast before mm-hmm. I get to our gravestones. Um. So on the girls chat, we were talking about, I have a lot of friends that are, we just, you know, we do this girls chat and Kirsten was talking about how like in the days before your period, like 
you just know it's coming, especially women that are kind of like plotting their fertility and like waiting for certain things. And like, you just start noticing like you're either dreading your period because it means you're not pregnant or you're dreading your period because it means you're getting your period and like you're going to just like be a fart poop blood machine for a couple days and just feel <laughs> disgusting. Like you're just it's you are like so an gross. old sandbag of farts. I hate being on my period so much. So but we were talking about the days leading up to it and Kirsten was calling it a jack in the box because it's like you're just walking around town. It's like. Like and you're just like your but your boobs start getting heavier. Then you start to blow out your lululemon pants don't fit. Ooh, are you gonna start? And you you keep like waiting, and it's just like, and then all of a sudden, like you uh explode uh blood everywhere, and it's kind actually kind of. Do you know Andrew how periods start? Do you think that they are like gushing, or do you think they start slow? What's your vibe? I, I think you come out the gate strong. I uh, Brenna asked me the other day how many tampons I think a girl goes through per period. Oh yeah, I, I saw off. this question on TikTok, or I saw Hannah Burner. No, it was ask Hannah Burner. Yeah. Oh yeah, really? That's right. Yeah, I was way yeah. off. I think I said I thought you know seven. You know, like or, yeah, no, yeah. In a I, day. I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's that's what's killing our oceans. I guess. I mean, that's a oh, lot. My God. Oh. And it's really expensive. That's what I'm thinking. It's got to be insane. That's why you just got to... Can you imagine poor fucking homeless women or even like back in the colonial times? Like, what? I can't... I just also... Speaking of like women's issues, I just saw an article about how... There's a there's like a bunch of people studying the clitoris now because it's literally never been studied. There's like no no research on it. it. Yeah. And there was like a Washington Post article that had like some kind of quotes from the article... And it was a scientist guy that is like, of course he has pink hair and he's like, has, you know, like Rivers Cuomo glasses and he's like studying the clitoris now. And I'm like, I don't know if I want this doctor doing it, but that's fine. And he, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. He said that he went to, (laughs) he went to med school and he goes, all we found out about the clitoris in med school was that it was there, like where it was. They're just like, is, is the existence of it. Nothing else. There's nothing else known about it. Like, we really are just like forgotten about. And 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 I'm not expecting men to know everything about our cycles, even though I will say I'm fascinated by men's like come their knowledge. penises, oh. the like what is in a penis, what the like I know everything I feel like about men's anatomy because I'm fascinated by it, but men are kind of just like don't ask, don't tell. About I think what vaginas. it is, and it's it's an immature way to look at it, but when if our dicks were bleeding a lot, you wouldn't want to think, oh, I'm about to blow this thing that was just bleeding a ton. And I know that sounds bad, but I, I hate blood. Like, a lot of people hate oh, blood. Oh, yeah, you have the, you're scared of blood, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people just don't love blood unless you're a vampire or you're just a, a, a dirty little man. Like, like you know mm. what I mean? Like, blood... You just want to kind of compartmentalize. Like, there's the vagina for for eating and fucking and doing great things, and then there's a time where it's bleeding and it's like there's yeah. you know what I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds bad. It's like get over so it. You get thought over it would f- be seven tampons for the whole time, and how long does a period last? Seven days. No, um, five I mean, days. Really heavy five ones. Days. Okay, like yeah, about five days. Um, yeah. How? how uh, so I was thinking the Tampa day, or maybe two to first couple days. 
Okay, right, right. It's, yeah. I mean, I guess, no, what about you? How you go like, through? What is the number? I mean, today I've already been through four, and it's, and it's, I put one in last night, and it, I'm on my fourth, and it's 1230 here. And so it's been a heavy little So each day. time you bleed, so how do you know you have to get a new one? Is it just, is it, your I will body say, tells like, you? I said it, my, the way, older I get, the more carnage there is down there. <laughs> um so and then i would say tomorrow i'll probably go th- so today i'll probably go through like six or seven and wow. it's a heavy day tomorrow will probably be the same the next day will probably be four the next day will maybe be three two and then i'll Can probably ask be a done. question what? i want to learn more the heavier the heavier tampon the one the super one right they come in like different like, yeah Yes. Modes? Does that it's based hold on more the size blood? of your vagina? Oh, it's not based off blood. No, it's based on the blood. It is based on the blood. So you could, yeah, yeah. So Rick Lassman, did you see his video that that yeah. he did? He was like, he he put like a, his camera on the tampon shelf, and he like filmed. Oh yeah, I saw that. His, you could see it on his Instagram, but he filmed himself like you know, looking, buying his girlfriend tampons, and this like hot girl walks by, and he's like, "Excuse me, can you help me?" Um. I don't know what size to get my girlfriend. And she's like, well, what size is, and he goes, her vagina hole. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, it's pretty big. Like he was, you know, he's joking about <laughs> yeah, 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 girlfriend. Yeah. But the girl thought, the girl was just, I think so awkward. She kind of misunderstood what she, he was saying. Did you watch it, Noah? Weren't you like, yeah. that girl's got it wrong. It's not about your vag hole. Like if you buy super tampons, it does not, I mean, I'm guessing if you have a very, very tight vag that is like, there's actually a term for it. It's a medical t- term where it's like your vagina is so tight, you have to like stretch it. Like you can't even have sex and that's a different thing. But most women, I would guess those women would have struggle with a super tampon, but most women, you can put any size up there and it's not, it's, it's definitely, you're not putting a super is, up on a light day. Do you have to buy... Could you buy less if you buy the super one and just let it fill up with more blood throughout the day? Or do you need to get it out of there? Um, like, have you ever thought about the cost effectiveness of going no with the bigger one? No one wants to put a super because it's so much cotton. And like the worst part is like pulling out <laughs> oh, a dry uh, tampon. You yes. want it to be wet when it comes out. Like you want it to have like, and sometimes this is another thing about tampons that I don't understand. You, sometimes you take it out and only, and it will be leaking. Let's say like it starts leaking through. Noah's face is so funny. You are just Sorry. <laughs> it's scrunched up like you just yeah. ate a, one of those warheads. You're just like, oh. But sometimes you will be feeling. leaking. It'll be leaking. And you'll go to take the tampon out and you're like, oh, this thing is going to be soaked to the bone. And you pull it out <laughs> and it's just one side has created a little channel and the rest is dry. And Noah, have you ever had that where it, it looks like through? a but it's one side and you're like, why didn't it use the other side before it started ruining yes. my panties? Or it looks like a like the top of a King Cone ice cream. You know, there's like the vanilla. <laughs> like a Neapolitan brown. kind of thing. <laughs> Nikki yes. gets it. It's, it's so true. Like, I just hate the ones, though, that are dry throughout, except a Ugh. little trickle down the side. They found a channel, and then they get to bleed through. And it's like, you didn't use the whole thing. And, you know, tampon talk, we could go all day. But let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Apparently, you're having a good time out there. It's Tuesday. You know what that means? It is Tuesday. 
Hope you're having all the swells. Back to you, Noah, in uh, Arizona, 72 degrees and dry. <laughs> Thank you, Do you ever have such ADD you forget if you took a pill literally five minutes ago? Yes. You were you podcasting, so you didn't take I mean, it. But I think I may have... I, mean, I have to like count them because I got these yesterday, so there would be 29 if I didn't. Do you ever have to do that? Anyway, Noah, tell us our news story while I count my <laughs> spiralactinone so I don't get zits during my period. One, two, three. Okay. So, efficient sex, which is also known as a quickie, in long-term relationships, leaves couples with lower arousal, longing for more desire, and having meh orgasms. Quickies. Yes. Yeah, quickies lead you to have low arousal. Low arousal. Like, yeah. Leaves, leaves couples longing for more desire, and the orgasms that they are having are just meh. I feel like when yeah. you're saying couples, it means the woman. Because I feel like the guy with a quickie, for, he comes, he just, he gets his. But you know what? Like, let's be honest. Sex is supposed, part of sex is supposed to build intimacy with partners. And if you're having quickies, you're just getting, it's only part of the goal of sex, which is to come, is getting complete. Like, it it is something that I require to, like, build trust and closeness and a bond with my partner. And if we're just having quickies, that is going to be completely left off the table. It doesn't mean that quickies aren't efficient because sometimes I don't have the time for a bonding, really intimate sex sesh. And I just want him to get his or for me to get mine and call it a day. But um, yeah, that I feel like that checks out. Um, but man, quickies, thank God for them. Yeah, sometimes I, I, I like... Um I'll avoid sex because I just want a quickie at the time. Not just for, maybe for selfish reasons, but like, I just don't want it to be like a horror. What other ordeal. reason would there be? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, Not if it's too selfish. long, I like, couldn't check the Sometimes I want a quickie for her. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I want a quickie for me to come Because I've been volunteering her. all day. It's <laughs> yeah, not for exactly. selfish reasons. <laughs> I just want more time to go to the soup kitchen. Um, oh, you saw I was going there? Um, to, no, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> to, to yeah, eat soup, to eat soup before the, pl- the <laughs> before the <laughs> boat sinks. <laughs> no, but like, I, I think I like avoid sex sometimes because they are, it's usually a long session. Like maybe, mm. how do you like, should I bring uh, up agree, the fact that man. I would like to just be a quickie? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do, do it you- all the time. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. Like sometimes sex has to, like it feels like my partner is such a giving person that it, I like, I feel the need to like, I have to come and like I have to, and sometimes for me that's very hard to get to that place. Like it takes a lot and it's going to take at least 15 minutes of foreplay or whatever. And then sometimes one isn't enough and uh, we want more and, and and I think the communication, here's the thing that I want to put out there that I was going to try to make into a bit, but I think it is very relatable and I want someone to, I want just to put it out there because I was talking to my girlfriends on the girls chat and I said, how often do you guys come during se- like se- sex? Like every time. And they all were like, yeah, every time. And I go, oh, okay. And some of them go, actually not every time. And so I go, okay, so if you, when you don't come, does your partner know that you don't come? And all of them said, no, no, um, 
he he knows he knows i don't come and i go really so you tell him while you're having sex babe i'm i'm not gonna come and they go no well no like i and then we realized that women don't often say babe i'm not gonna come like it's not gonna happen this time and let me just say every single woman and probably a lot of men feel this way where you just know it's not going to happen or it's just going to be too much effort and you just want them to get theirs. But you don't want to say, babe, I'm not going to come because you can tell that they care about you having a good time and that maybe it would cut the mood a little bit too much to in the middle of it say, I'm not going to come. Why don't you just fi- finish up? So then women present an orgasm which leaves the shadow of a doubt <laughs> that you present a you present what we realize is that what girls do is they they don't fake orgasms because you're not supposed to do that and we don't do that because we don't want to lie you leave it but we leave <laughs> it up we to leave exactly <laughs> yeah. we do enough of a thing that if you asked us if we came we would say no we didn't come but, but. we know you're not gonna ask but yeah. we grip the sheets in a way we grip your arm in a way we make a squeal in a way that is not insincere because that squeal it can happen outside of an orgasm but we know that you might think that it's an orgasm and that that is enough and we, instead of saying, babe, I'm not going to come, we might just amp up our, you know, our enthusiasm to convince you in your head that a possibility of an orgasm has happened. Yeah, fake. And I, it's not a fake because if you were to ask us if we came, we would say, <laughs> no, we did not. But we don't fake. want you to it's ask. A it's fake. like, it's a, it's a orgasm by omission. It is... It's not lying, but it's not it's not exactly saying I'm not going to come. Do you know what I'm saying? Noah, do you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about? We, okay, yes. And I want to tell you, and this was very helpful to me, to have a conversation about it. And I let Avi know, I'm like, I don't, like sex for me is not always about the orgasm. Yeah, orgasm yes. is the best feeling. But I think that's where like a time limit comes in because I have a certain threshold and after a certain amount of time, I'm just like over it. But I told Mm -hmm. him I don't have to come every single time we have sex. Yes, yes. That is a conversation I've had as well. But there is something about... Um, I feel like sometimes, a f- and, and thank God for men, by the way, that are like this and I would have it no other way. I feel like it is important for a lot of men during sex to have their woman have a good time before they have their good time. And that is mm-hmm. most of the men that I've been with have been very adamant about that. And sometimes I go, I don't need to go on this roller coaster. I will watch you from down here <laughs> and I'll, I'll stand by the splash zone. So when you come down in the log, I get a little wet and I get a little bit of the fun, but that's <laughs> what's going to be fun for me is watching you have the fun and I'll buy the little photo afterwards and we'll hang it on the fridge. If you have a good time. Andrew, yeah, any it, thoughts? I mean, I think I think what happens is if that conversation happens, you know, hey, look, I don't need to come every time. I think it relieves the guy a little bit because I feel like as a guy, there's so much ego involved of like, hey, I made her come. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, she comes. All right. Yeah. And or they'll ask you while it's happening like, or right after it happened. Like you came, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like yeah, more of like we, an ego can thing. We stop that. <laughs> can yeah. i just like any men listening 
either she did and you know it or she left a gray area and it is up <laughs> for interpretation do not ask if you don't want to know the answer and do not ask if you don't want her to lie to you i don't like that question afterwards like you came right it's very insecure because a lot of yeah. most of the time it, get, it gets asked i go of course i did like what did you think that was why yeah, do you think yeah. we're uh, you there's think a that wet good spot? Of an actor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think I pissed the bed? Was there? Was that? Did I sit on a water balloon? I think what it is yeah, though yeah, is yeah, like when a guy comes, you know, you know, for one hundred, like everything. If you have to like, ask, it's so easy to know. You, <laughs> wait, yeah. are we getting? Are we going through clear? You don't belong <laughs> in this line, <laughs> and it is clear. It's not P. <laughs> TSAP <laughs> or clear clear check um, oh shit it all comes back me. around it it's, really does um, I do love quickies though I really gotta say I think um, you know we talked about it before but a man finishing up quickly is so flattering to me I will never not feel very very pretty after a guy finishes quickly I, I, it always makes me feel like the bell of the ball. I'm just like, <laughs> even if I wanted to come and they're just like, I yeah, can't contain so it even you. better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. so hot. He can't help it. It feels amazing. Okay. Uh, we got to go to break and we'll come back with some Reddit dump. I think that sounds like a good idea. Be back right after this. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional-grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with, what? A second host? 
I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events. Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at... 678-561-2785 For any problem you may have, we will do our best to make it worse. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye! Bye! Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from... Let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the thing. I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like actress and director Cheryl Hines. They were looking for an unknown actress (laughs) to play Larry David's wife. I said, well, how old is that guy? Isn't he old? (laughs) And author David Sedaris. You know, like when you meet somebody and they'll say, well, I want to be a writer or I want to be an artist. And I say, well, is it all you care about? Because if it's not, it's going to be pretty hard for you if you're not on fire. It's like opening the door of an oven and it's like, wow, you know, you take a step back. It's all they think about. It's all they talk about. It's all they care about. They don't have relationships. They're not good friends for other people. This is just what they're they're focused on. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to it. It's time for Reddit Dump. Dump it. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit Dump. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, so it's Reddit time, everyone. And um, so last time we... Did um we did top, top we did top one by yep. one a couple weeks ago and we talked about the best um songs to make love to and 
at the time we were going through it, I remembered this Reddit post about a certain song that someone had written about. And I, you know, in the middle of the segment, I was like, oh, I want to Google it, but I, it's just too late and it's too distracting. I want to be a co- part of the conversation. So I didn't look it up. But luckily, a bestie wrote to me and was like, dude, you got to see this subreddit about this this whole topic, about to- your top one, bottom one. And I go, this is it. This is the one I remembered. This is the one I would have looked up to share with people. So... What happened on this subreddit? No, will you explain it? Because I don't have it in front of me. What this person said. This guy wrote in. Okay. To Reddit. This, this guy. With this wrote, tragic story. Um, yeah. About how he played this song that he really, really loves um, during sex. And his girlfriend hated it. And he goes. It's like a whole like post. And you feel so much sympathy for him. And then he goes. This is the song, by the way. And um, I think I could probably. Yeah. And by the way, the guy's story was so sad. He was just like, I had no idea. I thought she liked it all along. Every time we had sex, I would we'd play this song. And everyone's kind of like feeling for this guy. And then he tells the song and this is the song. Okay, hold on. It's also weird to play the same song over and over again every time you fuck. This guy yes, is, you know, that was, was a probably, big part yeah. of it. Right. Oh, there you go. Here it comes. It's so bad. <laughs> Can you imagine? I agree with the girlfriend. What about he, you? Wait, in the bread and post, That's a chainsaw he said he getting would, molested. That's what that he's, is. It's totally it. In the post, he said that he would thrust his hips in sync with the music. So just picture <laughs> a guy going. This poor kid. Does it have lyrics? Wait, Noah, can you send me the post? Because I want to read some of the things that people wrote and like how devastated this kid was. The funniest part was how clueless this kid was because he really was just looking for more of people being like, I can't believe she would do that to you, man. And then he just got fucking trashed in it. Um, If a guy puts a song like that on, how quickly do you tell them, look, I know this might ruin the mood, but I don't want to. I don't want to fuck to this song. Like, do you tell him right away? I mean, it depends how many times you've had sex with him. Oh, I mean, Andrew, you you went on a date with me once. And a guy said cool beans. And I told him right after he said it, (laughs) did you just say cool beans? That's a good point. And he said, it was not right after. It was probably a minute, but I couldn't shake it. And the conversation had continued, but I went back to it and I said. Was that real? What? I go, was that (laughs) ironic or like, do you mean that? And he was like, I mean it. And I was like. We're oh, done here. No. Yeah, this is over. I, I really said, what did I say? I go, you can't do that. You got to get rid of that. You can't say cool beans. So, yes, I would, I would start laughing immediately. So, this guy's like, a little backstory. When I first started having sex, I researched into ways to be better as I was a little stiff. And da 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 da. I searched lovemaking songs and started slowly creating a playlist <laughs> in which I was comfortable matching the rhythm. In which I was comfortable matching the rhythm. Eh, eh, eh. He said, there are a few songs to my playlist. However, there's one song in particular, which actually happens to be my favorite that my girlfriend hates. I don't, I don't understand why it's taken her two years to tell me she hates a song. It's a, it's, it's a good lovemaking song with a good rhythm. I feel the way I feel the way I fucked up is I could have possibly asked her previously if she liked the playlist or any song she'd like to add or change, but to leave it for two years thinking our sex life is great, but in her eyes has just been ruined by my music has left the whole situation feeling awkward. And I'm a bit annoyed. I pretty much played this tune every single time. (laughs) 
So the amount of time she must have not have been enjoying it when I thought the complete opposite is annoying, but also embarrassing. So then um, someone wrote, no way can someone be this clueless. No way. I refuse to believe it. First, you shouldn't be playing the same song every time you bang. Second, it should never be the song. It's absurd that this even that this was even thought of joke or not but it wasn't a joke uh, people go i listened to the song and literally have tears in my eyes from cracking up <laughs> this poor guy i want to see if he posts anything in response i'm just picturing his hips yeah. like moving to that beat it's such a funny beat well to, a lot like, of people took it and like put it to different like you know mimicked what it would look like on yeah. tiktok and it was really it was really great um, he said, okay, this exploded more than I expected and has been a bit overwhelming with the messages, but I thought I'd give an update. The attention hasn't been exactly positive and this has been, hasn't been the best Aww. thing to happen for my relationship. And now it's sadly ended. Oh, I didn't Aww. expect it to blow up so much. I should have used an anonymous name instead of my real name and our real ages. There aren't many 25 year old Tyler's Tyler Lifes, who are in a relationship with their significant other for two years, who is 20. Unfortunately, her younger sister recognized this and showed her parents who weren't happy at all and made the situation extremely awkward. Oh, I wrote, Tyler. What made it more awkward and cemented the fact that it was me is that they recognized the song. (laughs) 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 Once at a family dinner, we were discussing music tastes and my ex-girlfriend stated that I have an odd taste in music. Everyone laughed and pressed me to play something from my phone of what I like to which I bless their ears with CBAT, which is the name of the song, I guess. Her father laughed and said it was terrible. I guess we all have different tastes. Although I nodded in agreement at the time, I was thinking in my head that this is a great fucking song. We are over now and I am moving on. I already revealed my face on TikTok, but with the amount of hate I originally got, I decided to say uh, I didn't have it and backtracked. I don't think the song is that bad and I had no idea she didn't like it until recently. And as soon as I did, I stopped. I didn't force her. Not Not all can handle it. I know it's different. I know a lot have asked for face reveal and playlists. My playlist, I actually burned onto a CD and have been using my CD player, but I'll go on YouTube and try a link to the songs. Um, yeah, so he wrote Too Long, Don't Read. using a CD player? What's he doing? <laughs> I mean, do you think this is real? This kid is like, it's I don't know. So it sounds, sad that, that sounds it. fake. That part sounds fake to me. Now it makes me question it all. Really? Actually. The whole, well, the dinner thing, it just seems almost like too on the nose, a lot of these things. And then I burned I, it and put it on a. You know, sometimes, though, I think that things that are too. Like, if they the were nose, fake, it real. would be more yeah. outrageous. Like, it would have been a funnier story than that. That was kind of a when pedestrian story. I know that is that's when, when you're, you're good. good. Here's the thing it. you know what would be really funny? Before we all have sex, the next time we have sex, let's put that song. Don't tell him. Don't tell your partner. Just put it on. And be like, hey, yeah, maybe we could, <laughs> and see how quickly. Let's let's all see how long. Okay, I'll try it. Let's do. Maybe the, there's like a Megadeth the version for Noah or something. But uh, no, what's no, the song I, called again? We should do this. It's called okay. CBAT or CBAT. Wait. Yeah, by Hudson Mohawk. Hudson Mohawk CBAT, and, the, right. and I think okay. the album and is all our listeners. Panthers. Yeah, all the listeners, everyone, everyone do everyone it. All do the this listeners tonight. do it too. Everyone, next time you have sex, put this song on and write to us and let us know how it goes. <laughs> all right. I, that is the cha- that's the new challenge. Okay, so <laughs> this next one is from Ask Men, and it said, Men of Reddit, what is one thing that you keep from your significant other that could end the relationship? Um, and there were just some interesting answers that I kind of liked. Okay. One said, I don't like her mother. To me, she's a bad person who tries to see the bad in others and who sees people who work as service as, uh, who see, 
She's a person who sees people who work as service, retail, et cetera, as below her. I've yet to hear her say something nice about someone who isn't herself. If you felt that way about your significant other's parent, would you say something? Oh, that'd be tough. I don't know if I could because then you just have to live with that. And then every time you but go and visit here's them. Here's my thing. If you're in a relationship with someone whose mother is that terrible and it, terrible in, like that around, I would hope my significant other would see it as well and kind of go, yeah. that sucks about her. And I don't know if I could be with someone who was yes. so blind and like in love with their mother that they couldn't yes. admit their mom was a stone cold cunt sometimes. My, my argument know? would my argument would be though I've lived with it, I understand it, I'm self aware enough to know it. I don't need to hear it from you as well on top of me having to deal with it. I think like I would want would be to annoying. be able to as a couple it. talk about it, yeah, and yeah. process it. And I would also if you have a mother like that you're definitely going to have issues as a child that was raised by someone like that. And if someone's not acknowledging that their mom is terrible in that way, they're also probably in denial of what things about them that they got from their mom. Noah, Noah's nodding her head and Andrew's screen went blank. So I can't tell what he feels, but thank you, Noah, for your co-signing on that. I'm naked Um, over here. This is a great one. Okay, so this someone. So again, the question is, what is something if your significant other found that the one thing you could never tell your significant other? This person said, "The reason we are together today is because I called to reconnect a couple years after we broke up. I thought I was calling someone else." Would you? Oh wait! Oh my god! So then they got together on an accident. They got back to you on an accident. Would you want to know that if you were that person who, you know, the boyfriend or girlfriend accidentally called, but it ended up you got back together, but they did you, not you know mean why? to call you. You know why I would want to? Because I think that's a beautiful, like serendipity kind of shit. Like that's yes. actually kind of yes. cool. Like that's someone. Agreed. That's, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't be like hurt a, by that. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Okay. I'm glad we agree on that. I would kind of want that story. I think it would be like funnier. Even the, cr- cr- last night, Chris and I, Chris and I, by the way, have, um, never made it we've been together off and on for nine years and the biggest break we took was uh about three years but even during that we kind of were together at times we have never been together during halloween <laughs> we have never in nine <laughs> years so you that for some reason i am so scared of this halloween <laughs> every halloween we joke about it like we've never made it like the first three times that happened we would break up every day like right before halloween we would have you know parties planned costumes planned and we would never make it so i'm not kidding you i'm a little bit nervous it's almost like a good plot for a movie final thought wait are you guys living together now then yeah we're living yes whoa that's like a big we'll talk about that maybe tomorrow well Well, we lived together before so it doesn't feel that big of a step oh i didn't know you did and this is a king bed Oh, it okay. has a king bed. And so it last night Welcome. we were, Chris even goes, <laughs> Welcome. it was really sweet. I was washing my face and he didn't realize how cute it was, but he goes, someday when people are like, what was the, what was the second you knew you wanted to be with her forever? I'm going to tell him when we first slept in a king bed together. Yeah, but I was just yeah. like, oh, he's planning for that it question in the future. It was kind of cute. And then when we were saying, I already planned the joke when we went to bed, I got in bed and we, you know, rolled We like, he gets in bed and I go, Good night, good night, good night. Good night. <laughs> Have a, I'll see you in the morning. morning.
<laughs> and he loved it. Yeah, it was that's a good so one. good. He probably okay. thought it a baseball player, Lou Gehrig, with that. Um, Did he mention really? that? Maybe. Why? Why? Because there's a famous speech where he goes, "Today, today, today, I consider myself, self, self, the luckiest man oh. on the face of the earth." It's like a famous until when he they was name, retiring. name, name that disease, 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 disease after, after, after me, after me, 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 me. Which the worst will cause thing. You thing. To, talk like this choke this, on this, your this. own saliva and that's well, how you die die, die. I die okay well that's sad <laughs> um this <laughs> continuing on this question for men about things they can't tell the significant other someone said our extremely high maintenance child has crippled our relationship i really think we are both thinking this but don't say it oh um man that tough. sucks jesus talk about that yeah i that's the thing why aren't people talking about things but it's scary too. i get it it's scary too um. Ooh, this one's I kind of relate to. How do you even to. bring if that were, up, though? How do you bring that um, up? Um, our can we talk about the fact that our kid kind of sucks <laughs> it's and it's hard? Cunt. Yeah. And this wasn't what we expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Do you tell this, the kid? <laughs> Look, I mean, mom it's and dad kind have been of the same as his mother-in-law. You kind of go, "This sucks." Let's just like unite in in laughing about how much this sucks. Sometimes, I guess. Mm. But I find what a solution I, what to deal with it. I yeah. think a lot of people try to have another kid and they're like, this one won't be high maintenance. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to every parent kids. out there who yeah. has kids that are Shout way out. more high maintenance than you thought it would be. I feel for you and I see you. I don't see you because <laughs> you don't go out much, but um, I, I feel for you. So... Um, this other person said, if I were to be absolutely honest, it would be the depth of my depression. My wife is great, but I don't think she can handle this. She doesn't know that I spent months last year uh, crying every single day. I would find a few minutes to, to myself in the shower, in the bathroom, or just a few moments at work, and I'd just think about how hopeless things were and how ha- unhappy I was. I keep fighting the depression, and most days are better than bad, but the bad days are soul-crushing. I keep putting up a happy face because of our kids, but I'm afraid that this is going to crash me someday. That's very Aww. sad. And I think that's relatable, you know, people that just yeah. can't, like, they don't think people will understand, or they think it will scare their partner, but I would or probably recommend will, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. disclosing that. I mean, it's been hard for me sometimes to tell my friends and family and my lover the depths of, like, how bad my depression gets, but I found that they can handle it pretty well, or, like, at least they... People can understand. Oh, I guess, you know, I guess this guy is probably thinking that his wife will take it personally. Like he's depressed because of me. He's depressed because of our kids. I did this to him, which is not how depression generally works. Yeah. Right, right. Um, But a lot of people gave him good advice. That's why I love Reddit. It's just like such a helpful community. Um, Well, I guess if you look at it, like if you do disclose it and you do put it out there, it will only get better better after it's be- that awkwardness for the first two weeks where they think oh maybe it is me you know like if she's thinking okay it's the situation you're in but you're just going to keep being depressed unless you disclose it it's going to be awkward yeah. for the first it's never month. well she's just gonna i mean think of how many people their husbands just kill themselves and they go i had no idea and it's like was that better than you maybe yeah. getting like scaring Feeling. them and 
going to yeah. a hospital or something. But I don't know. I've, I've felt that way before, too. It's very tricky. Shout out to everyone who's depressed out there. I get it. Um, okay, so this is what we'll end on like a happier <laughs> note. You're like the saddest like, uh, rate, uh, DJ. Like, shout out to depressed. Shout out to your <laughs> yeah. high maintenance kid. <laughs> Let me give a shout out to every girl that bleeds Listen, too much. I got so many people are getting shout outs if they have birthdays, if they're getting married the next yeah. fall. I'm sick I love of that. It. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to all sh- my de- <laughs> people who are thinking of taking their own life in the shower tomorrow. <laughs> Hell shout yeah, out. dude. Shout out, Because bro. let me just say there's way more depressed people than there are people who are like Geminis or whatever. Okay. Hope you're having fun. Next song, C-B-A-T. I already forget it. It doesn't have a very memorable beat. Okay. So heading on a happy note, another thing a guy said that he can't tell his girlfriend or wife. Sometimes I watch shows we're watching together without her because she is super extroverted and wants to talk to me during it. It usually starts as discussing the plot details and always ends up involving into her trying to give an entire Ted talk. I enjoy having short exchanges of thoughts about the plot, but I prefer to watch and enjoy the story and then discuss it after. Okay. And then another guy right after that says, um, Sometimes I watch shows alone because I want to enjoy things without each scene or line having a 75% (laughs) chance of being followed by a sarcasm or a joke. I love her humor, but sometimes it will detract from things. I find sentimental or sad. I want to feel things too. And that one's from Chris Convey. No, um, oh. <laughs> no I'm. Screaming. I am a. I love sniping at shows. I love like talking to them, but I pause. But I also realize that ru- ruins the momentum. Um, I also acknowledge that if we're watching something like a Game of Thrones, I need to keep my trap shut and just let it. Like if it's something very important to him, I will know to not talk. But we always. I can always tell when he's about to talk because he'll he'll look to me and he'll just go. And then I know to just pause it. And we go, what are you thinking? Like, we have a good little shorthand now. Do you, I would not want to know. like a director's cut kind of thing. Like, yes. Where you're, yeah, I don't, mm, I've, you know, this happened the other day and I, and I think I put it into like, cause it was like, I, I do it too though. Especially if I like, I, I want to get caught up. There's nothing yes. worse than the guy that wants to get caught up or the girl that's like, so wait, I didn't see the last episode. So tell me like, where are they at right now? And it's like, well, could you have asked me before the show started? Like, why yes. is this happening here? Oh, that person sucks. And I'm sorry that I was that person the other night. We were watching, what's this movie? It was a scary movie, The Watcher. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't yet. We tried to download it yesterday. It's it's a mini series, right? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Right. So it's like multiple episodes. So yeah, yeah. Like movie. eight episodes. Yeah. Okay, that's the not guy- a movie. No, it's not a movie. Did I say movie? <laughs> you said movie, yeah. Ransacked. They just... ransacked the house. It's you okay. Know. So anyhow, the w- is it scary? Uh, it's like che- it's cheesy. I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. Although I love the main it, actor, but the same guy that did Dahmer did it, right? Ryan Murphy. Oh, really? He's the like, number one and two thing on Netflix. What? Yeah, yeah. He's insane. Well, yeah. So anyway, so you it happened during it. Yeah, I didn't see like three episodes, so I'm like watching. I'm like, so wait, so okay, so who killed? So they showed up, and like, why is he there? Like, what what happened there? Okay, so you're asking things because you are probably on TikTok too and kind of missing stuff, right? I'll never forget Andrew watching Narcos, and just as I'm in the kitchen, I'm just kind of like (laughs) watching him watch Narcos, which is a subtitled only Spanish speaking show. Andrew does not speak Spanish well. And he is on TikTok and like getting distracted and won't even look up at the screen for an entire scene. Yeah. 
and doesn't rewind it to see what he missed. And I'm like, I, no I can understand if it was in mustache, English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he used to have a goatee. That's weird. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to go. Thank you for listening to the show today. We'll be back tomorrow and Thursday. Don't even think we won't. Uh, have such a good week or day. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Um, leave us a fanthrax. We'll listen to them Thursday. Don't be cool. And Jack. Okay, I like it. I, I have shows in Memphis anymore. coming up. I don't think that's anywhere close to that, but there you go. Hey, it's Buy tickets. Buy tickets. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional dancer Cheryl Burke has been part of Dancing with the Stars since the very beginning. 26 seasons of the Samba, the Rumba, and the Cha-Cha. 24 partners, 6 finals, and 2 Mirabal trophies. She knows all the secrets, the behind-the-scenes arguments, and the affairs, the flings, the flirting, and the fighting. Listen to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, for years, we have humbly celebrated Women's History Month at QLS with a full month of fantastic female guests. This year, we say with pride that we have four multi-talented, award-winning ladies who kick down barriers. I'm talking Brittany Howard, Corinne Bailey Ray, and the incredible choreographer Fatima Robinson, and as well as Lettucey. Listen to QLS on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast. This season will be even more revealing and more personal, with more entrepreneurs, more live events, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Encore Jane about creating a billion-dollar startup. Walter Isaacson about the geniuses who change the world. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.